Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hello. Hello. Holy heck, it's been a week. Has it? (laughs) Imagine if I was like, you know what, guys? I think I want to hold off on commenting until I see how it all plays out. (laughs) I'm talking in five years. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like, before we get into the core of it all, I let's just start with Spencer, okay? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I went to his meeting with Diane because immediately when I was watching those scenes, I'm like, oh, he's pulling a, a Michael taking custody of his sibling. Right. But I had no idea that they were like hardcore going to be like, yeah, we know. And we'll reference it, too. OK, so there was a I loved the references. You know, we always talk about the history and yeah. just like p- tying all these stories together. And even though we don't see like a Spencer and a Michael often, it's it's known of it is out there. <laughs> and to have him say it like Michael did this. because mm-hmm. So I, I just thought this was so funny because when they kind of made that comparison in my head, I was like, why stop the Michael comparisons at Avery? Let's all remember that he married Willow for Wiley. Is Trina busy? Well, okay. My brain was going down the same path. And I think part of the reason is the situation. But mentioning Michael, you know, his whole journey towards the world of Sunny, living with Sunny, that mm-hmm. closeness, that animosity with Joss. Like, I think it's also giving us clues to the direction of his life and where that's going to go. And 100% I thought about him marrying Trina. Yeah. Yeah. Where's his life going? Towards Towards Sunny and away from the Cassidines, towards a different a different life, embracing this new family. For sure. Yeah, I I, I get it. Um, I love those scenes of Diane realizing the baby was his sibling and having that sink in. I know. She's amazing. I love her. I loved her. Stop calling me Miss Miller. And I have this, okay? Like, again, this is a far away thing in my mind, but I thought this was interesting. So Spencer and Joss share the same lawyer. And I thought this was, like, Joss recently had to call on Diane. So again, Mm -hmm. throwing them into the adult world. Spencer recently called on Diane, and I really feel like someday down the line, they will be the next Sunny Carly in terms of that level of trust because you know like how Diane would make reference that the only two people she would ever trust to speak for one another would be Sunny and Carly yes so that's how I see them I do see a Spencer Joss one day well the more you talk about it, I see these little nuggets so let's yeah see. and also I just want to say this in terms of referencing like like point blank being like you know, Michael sued for custody for a sibling. Joss did it today when she said Michael hasn't had the best romantic history. I noted it too. I was like, so we have talked about it. Everybody he's been with has either died or crashed severely in life. Yeah, I feel like they're all dead. Like, who's who's <laughs> who survived him? Oh, yeah, Sasha has survived him. <laughs> Sasha has survived him. She's the lucky one. She is the lucky one. The chosen one. Well, the lucky one, really? <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, it transferred. Oh. It transferred. Oh, yeah. Okay, never mind. Sorry, Sasha. Uh, but I feel like things are looking up for her. So she's got a new group of friends. So, <laughs> so to be continued, continue. This is the continuation of, like, the Nina saga. So this week we pick up with her in the room. Can I just state, this is how I felt watching as a general thought. Yeah. (laughs) I wrote, it was absolutely mesmerizing going for a ride on Nina's brain face with this new information. Yeah. Like, like, I I like, you know, those horses that like, you know, those like mechanical horses. That's what I felt like. (laughs) Mechanical bulls, you mean? Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Not those 25 cent rides that are nice and calm. No, the ball, the ball. (laughs) Okay. I just like, look, I have to say like the dialogue was on par with soaps, you know, like the fact that Nina kind of bulldozed in that room and took control of the situation and just did it. However, you know, as like a normie watching, 
Mm -hmm. I just felt like, man, like, of course it's a soap and we know it's going to go down that way. But I guess in an ideal world, I wanted Willow to have a sense of control back. And I would have liked it if Nina could have waited outside while Michael, someone she loves, could have told her. But obviously it was more dramatic this way. But my gosh, what they did manage to contrast this week was... Like, look at the difference with Nina. You know, she went immediately to Willow without getting tested. It was important for her, for Willow to know who she was and her place. And she didn't respect any of the boundaries, right? Like, she was asked to leave how many times? And it's so interesting because it was last week, I think we were talking about literally counting how many times Nina had called somebody selfish. It's like her favorite word, okay? Yeah. And this was the ultimate selfishness like it was truly she is just embodied with selfishness trying to apologize like I don't even want to insult toddlers the way she approached the situation was so backwards yeah and then if you contrast like Carly like when when she's met with people being like you need to leave I can't right now she respects the boundary and leaves so a lot of that was showcased this week in terms of how both of them responded to being like confronted with their mistakes and confronted with their actions that Mm -hmm. was really interesting to watch but Nina you know she forced her way in and it was very clear I mean to anybody who knows Nina but we we saw it like it took all of two seconds to watch (laughs) that Nina felt that you know have being her mother Mm -hmm. somehow would create a relationship immediately Out of thin air. Exactly. And it would flip the switch and Willow would now look at her like a good person. (laughs) It was so interesting, like walking through all the things that Nina had to say. So Willow was so patient. And even at the start, like even before, like, like more came out, like I remember at one point, like uh, before they get a chance to speak privately, Nina and Willow, mm-hmm. that Michael was sitting on the bed and he tried to kind of keep Carly's name out of it. Like, how did you come to find yes. this out? And so I don't know what is wrong with her that she can't take a hint, you know, like, <laughs> and, and then Nina answers, I found out from Carly. And then you have Michael turn around, <laughs> giving her a look like, can you not pick up on any cues at all? <laughs> and she couldn't even leave the room to allow Willow to process. No. Like go get tested. <laughs> it's like, she really wanted to repair the relationship first. That's what I was worried about. I'm like, Oh my gosh, is she not going to go get tested until she can repair this relationship in like five <laughs> seconds? And again, like you were, you were talking about some of the things that Nina said. So what were the things that you found that like she said that really got to you? Well, the way that she just kind of glossed over the way they treated each other. Mm. It was like in the little, in that split second, you know, very narcissistic. Well, it's in the past. We're, we're here. We're, we're moving forward. It wasn't, I found out and I'm so sorry to hear that you're sick. And I was such an awful person to you. Like she has a choice to be like a good person and a bad person. And just how quickly she went over that. And basically saying that not knowing the truth led her to be that person, but that is not fact at all. Yeah. I, yeah, I saw that, you know, like she did try to gloss over it and kind of suggested that like, I once lost a child. It was really oh, hard Lord. for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I feel like let's just forget the past and move forward and just tell stories to the children. And, let's just... <laughs> and, and I was like, huh? And, and like, it was just really interesting because I found that Harmony was nuts, but she was right when she said Nina's love is suffocating because I knew I was choking mm. when I was watching those scenes. And You know, and I like we know what Nina's trauma is for sure, but she cannot separate herself and from Willow. She cannot she cannot acknowledge what belongs to her. Like people all get hurt, you know, people all have pain, but it's you still have the responsibility to deal with it. Like it sucks. But, you know, your losses, your daughters, like, I mean, this has been a pain that you like you woke up from a coma after 20 years. okay, and. Like you slowly started to, you, you knew, you knew you lost babies. No, you didn't know you had twins, but this hole she's had, it's existed long before I feel like even Willow came onto the scene. So it's like, again, all that time, she's never really like addressed her pain in a healthy way. And like, it was just fascinating 
to have her talk about herself, you know, in the sense that like what losing a child is hard. Um, that, that when she said a crime was committed against her mm-hmm. and when, and this, it kind of got weird. Like it kind of got hard when she started to go like, I thought Wiley was my only tie yeah. and Willow, you were taken without my consent. And I'm like, so now are we going to take Willow without her consent? Right. <laughs> And so then I was kind of laughing because I'm like, are you going to sue like Willow to make her your daughter? Like, <laughs> you did like with Marley. <laughs> but um, I just thought it was spectacular how she never really, like you pointed out, like didn't apologize for the way she treated her. But like Nina is really interesting. She won't, it's like her mind won't go beyond the custody battle. Like it, to the degree that she did not bring up how she attacked her as a teacher. Like Willow didn't forget. And that was clear in how she responded to her. Yes. But Nina seems to gloss over that fact that there was like life does not exist without Carly that's that's what it is for Nina you know nothing Mm -hmm. exists and everything has to somehow be anchored in Carly because Mm -hmm. her whole thing is not facing her issues and it's everyone else's fault and right now it's it's Carly's fault it's Madeline's fault you know that that's her whole like shtick so it's sort of like she can't bring herself to acknowledge that there was an existing relationship between Willow and her, herself, mm-hmm. before Carly became a big player in her life. I know. It's almost unbelievable because this point has been brought up a number of times by Michael, by Carly, even Willow directly to Nina, but nothing mm-hmm. is hitting home. So it's so, like, it's amazing to watch her walk this path. And then you have when... um you know, Willow's going through the list of things and then, you know, she's telling her she's going to give her bone marrow and Willow's like, what do you want in return? And Nina's, what's the right word here? Indignation. Like she was just so in shock. Like, how dare you see me as a person that would want something in return to save my daughter? I was laughing. Like I could not stop myself. But you know what I loved? It was so interesting because the audience has been speculating Mm-hmm. what will Nina do will she blackmail her for Wiley will she like <laughs> hold the Beaumare hostage so I find this extremely funny that the audience has been questioning how Nina would leverage this but what ended up happening was that Nina didn't leverage it but the reflection of herself through Willow's eyes with that question so I thought that was extremely clever It really was. And you know what? A huge part of me is hoping that Obricht is a match. Me too. (laughs) So much you don't understand. But like, Mm -hmm. I loved it. Like, I was like, yes. When Willow told Michael, can you leave us alone? This won't take long. Mm -hmm. And how clear and concise Willow was. And just watching how quickly the reality settled in for Nina. Like, okay, so... So she remembers pretty clearly what's going on. <laughs> Her She's, is fully okay. Yeah, yeah. It's she. Okay. So she. So she hasn't moved on from from that. So okay. All but right. I told her to. But she didn't. Um. Okay. But I'm determined to save your life because I'm your mother. It's like whatever you need to survive. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we've been talking about this. Like she has a caricature. I feel of which, of which she sort of lives. Like even with Sunny, sometimes it's like, are you responding to the situation or are you like getting to act out a script of woman in love? And, you know, and, yeah. and I find like, even with the whole like mother thing, sometimes it's like, like, I mean, look, the, the point is she's been longing to be a mother. She comments, she's commented in the past, obviously this is before all the drama in terms of like, wow, you know, like how like Carly is as a mother, like she's, she's commented on mothering. So it's sort of like, this is her chance to like be that. And, and that's the thing. She does say that she says that out loud. She articulates that, that it's her opportunity to be a mother and to like play role of like mother in her mind. To add to that, when she, you know, they're going through their conversation together and then she kind of stops and she actually like stares at Willet. When she does that like eye touch thing, I couldn't handle it. First of all, I was like, your eyes don't look the same at all. <laughs> but also like, like, wow. Like I just, I, I was just, when I watched that scene, I was like, like you've literally looked in those eyes and tore her <laughs> apart, like tore her to shreds. I like the whole thing, like, you know, like with her remorse, like I, I, I would never have treated you like this, but it's like, 
So you need to know that you're biologically related, like 99.9% close relative in order to not be an a-hole. Like, that's what you're saying. Like, you know, you may not get along with this person, but even just the mere fact that she was pregnant and visibly showing never like, and, and I like that Willow pointed that out to her. Like you attacked me, you pursued me. You saw that I was pregnant and you did all of yeah. this, you know? And so that to me is already crossing a line. Um, I thought it was super cute when Sasha came to visit. <laughs> it was. She has one of my favorite, like, it's not even a line, but just when she makes that statement about, like, well, I was Nina's fake daughter, so I'm your fake sister. I love that because, once again, I really do feel like that's a nod to the audience, you know, like... Uh, like a lot of people wish Sasha and you know Willow could be sisters yes. or that they were the twins but I don't know I just love that that line from Sasha because I just feel it's such a it's it's one of those comments I find audience would have said so I really feel like that's a nod to us like a really obvious statement that was really delivered well and funny I also admire how Sasha handles this because it's a really bizarre position for her to be in you know <laughs> yeah. she she's like well Nina was my fake mother and she was pretty decent about it but in, in my opinion, I feel that Nina tried to tear her apart when she found out she was a fake daughter. Yes. And I feel that Sasha feels a lot of guilt for what she did. Yes. Um, and after the fact, you know, they continued to be connected. But I agree with your kind of comments about that relationship that, like, there's always something missing. You know, and I feel that a lot of the relationship between Nina and Sasha is Sana, is Sasha just sort of paying homage to a moment in time. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Yes, so beautifully said, too. It was, and it was interesting to hear how Sasha was defending her. Like, she, I think she mentioned, I'm not sure if it's these specific words, but if it is, it ties into a lot of other things throughout this week. She basically said, like, Nina loves hard. Yeah, yeah. And and there that... was a big conversation, right, with Sunny and Nina about yeah. loving heart and what that means. But there was also a conversation about Heather saying that she loves heart. Yeah, but apparently she loves heart. Like, okay, it's true. <laughs> she will murder, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, she has self-restraint, but I'm like, but it's all calculated, you know? Like, she does extreme things out of love, but I mean... I'm sorry, but it was so jarring to see Heather Weber yeah. had to, like take pause and debate whether it was the right time for Esme to hear the news that she was her mother. Like that threw me for a loop. I absolutely freaking loved it for exactly all the reasons you said. Like she is wild. She's bonkers, like banana bonkers, okay? And she made that call like, oh, wow, she doesn't have her memory. I will treat her with respect and, and try to feel things out. She went a little wild with the bracelet situation, but yeah, but, <laughs> she's trying her best. But you know what's funny? They've been instilling this like motherly vibe when out of nowhere weeks ago, she was so defensive of Elizabeth. That's true. And, and like bringing Heather back, like I never thought in a million years it would be in, in, in unfolding the way that it is in the story that it is. So it's kind of interesting now that we've finally gotten here with Esme and the Ryan and the whole parenting thing. So it is keeping me like intrigued. Um, and just going back to like the Sasha Willow, like mm -hmm. simultaneously you have Michael and um, Chase talking. Yes. I thought it was awkward when, like, Michael was talking about Willow, and he looks at Chase and, like, you know Willow. Like, yes, she is. And I'm like, yeah, from the from the dating and the doing. Yeah, he totally knows. And, and, then, and then when Michael got to hear, because the thing is, like, Chase was there when she was being harassed by Nina. Yes. So... So there was that, but also when, <laughs> when Michael says, how bad do you have to be for Willow to hate you? I know, it's so good. I know. Michael was really struggling this week. Oh, it was hard to watch because his world is falling apart. It felt like topsy-turvy world. Like he had his moment with Sunny. He's struggling through his feelings with his mom. He yelled at his parents. Like he's having a rough go and I like where they're placing Joss in his life as the voice of reason. Isn't that cool that Michael has the voice of reason? Because he was the voice of reason. 
Right? Oh my God. It's so amazing. But like you said, you're placing Joss in that position where she's an equal to him and there for him. And you know, she did say it's her best friend. It's so funny because it's such a true fact. Like we watched her go through the Oscar thing, but I can't stop forgetting that happened. So whenever she talks about Michael, she's like, <laughs> I legit know like where all those feelings are coming from. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she does. And I keep forgetting. I don't know why it constantly slips my mind until she says it. Um, but Michael, this is how I was feeling. And I feel like Jocelyn essentially confirmed it today. But when I was watching mm -hmm. the way he reacted to Carly yesterday, and obviously like we saw how today ended and he kind of like showed that he was more understanding, but like, this is how I feel about him because like when the show ended yesterday and he's all like, do you even care about Willow? I was like, whoa, whoa. like, <laughs> like, hold up, Michael, like stop being so dramatic. Um, but like in those moments, I felt like Michael has a lot of anger, but he cannot be angry at Willow because right now he's angry about secret keeping and people yes. having the right to know. And he has reassured Willow that like, I am not mad at you. I am not <laughs> mad at you for not telling me. I am not, okay? I am here for you. I am not always happy with your decisions. Like, once again, you were making this choice of waiting. And yes. I was just sort of angry and hurt and sort of scared that you were going to risk your life. And I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of these choices. <laughs> and so I just think that, like, it's so safe for him to displace the anger and the helplessness he feels with Willow onto his mom and he gets to like be angry. That's what I think he's doing with his feelings. Oh, 100%. At the beginning of the week, I was super mad at him, but I was like, oh, I get it now. <laughs> yeah. Like once he toned down, because I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, would you have said, like, would you have said, like, if she was sick? And I'm like, but she did say, she, exactly. She's sick. <laughs> like she said it immediately. And even as she expressed today, knowing full well what that would do to her relationship, like she basically said, like, I did all this, but I'm willing to pay the price for my actions. You know, I'm willing to let everything fall where they may. She's doing the thing that Nina says that she does all the time. Like I, I, I take accountability for my actions. She loves to say, <laughs> I take accountability. <laughs> I didn't hear Carly say I take accountability once she just took took it she just did it she did the actions she was contrite she respected people's boundaries she understood that she was mad and that she would have to go at that their pace absolutely and like I think the turning point for me was when they were in the chapel because his mom comes in the door and she was going to give him space but he's like Willow needs all the prayers that she needs and he was so angry but he wanted his mom there beside I him. know that was really sweet so he does need her to be the thing to because because Jocelyn said it. She yes. said there's nothing he can do to make her stop loving him. And that's what he needs her for because she's strong enough. You know, she's strong enough to take her lumps just in general for doing something wrong. But she's strong yes. enough to be the thing for him. And she does say it. She goes, you keep talking to Willow and not about you. And she knows that. So we know that Michael is really mad and stressed out. But, like, the one thing I'm a little disappointed about um, so far Mm -hmm. um with Carly like going to talk to Willow like it was still beautiful she was so apologetic um she heard what Willow had to say like you should have trusted that I'm not delicate and I could have handled it mm -hmm. she does admit that she was experiencing like tunnel vision but again like this is what I was saying from the beginning because to be honest like the story could have taken two routes and it still would have landed us here so this is what I think you know in this situation and I guess I want to know from you like why do you think this road like like, I, I think I have a sense, but it's like, so in this instance, you have Carly who finds out the truth, doesn't say anything, but we wind up at this place where she has to say it because, you know, Nina could be a donor. But it also could have happened in another way where Carly immediately tells Willow, which kind of removes her from this storyline. So now it's yes. in Willow and Michael's hands, because in all honesty, if Willow had found out, I can't see her and Michael wanting to tell Nina, that's why I wanted to see it happen, right? I wanted to yes. see what would they do? What would Willow do? Because they were in the middle of a custody battle. So yes. I do believe that if Willow found out earlier that her and Michael would have kept it a secret, but then it would have been a huge, the tables have turned. Because I think if it happened that way, if she found out she had cancer, she would be forced to reveal the secret. Maybe Michael would have been the one to reveal the secret. But then how does that work? Because now it's her own daughter who had lied. 
And then would Nina have then kind of used this information as leverage? Like, I don't know. But the thing is, I feel like we would have landed somewhere similar, even if it was them that kept the secret, like as a couple kept the secret from Nina. So I guess I want to know from you, like, why do you think the choice was for Carly to be the secret keeper as opposed to like Michael Willow? Because I 100% believe that they would have kept it a secret. Oh, I agree with you. I think it's to show the comparison between, you know, Carly's protecting her family because Sunny no longer does that. So it's just showing okay. like, who's the leader of the family, but also exactly that, how to deal with something when you took the wrong path. You it, There's difficult decisions. There's a lot of gray area and she made the best decision given the information that she had and showing that if you're wrong and the circumstance is right, like Joss said, it's like the minute she knew she told you the truth and she apologized. Nina, on the other hand, will hang on to things. She's dead set right now on killing Carly and getting revenge on Carly as opposed to building herself up to be a better yeah. person, to be a mom, to be a grandmother. She just, she's so broken in the way that she sees things. I think it's just another harsh comparison to who these two women are. Like, look how easily Willow forgave Carly and accepted her. And that's still going to burn the heck out of Nina that Carly and her are still tight and Nina is still on the outs. So, okay. So this has come up this week, this theme of like, when will this end? Like Obrecht brought it, brought it up. Sunny brought it up. Like, mm-hmm. when will this cycle end? So, so why do you think it's so important to compare Carly and Nina? Like, why do you think this story is so important? You know what I mean? Because it's mm-hmm. like, is it simply just for the drama? I think that Nina, like, she still hasn't hit her rock bottom yet. Mm-hmm. Because usually when they hit the rock bottom is when they can build themselves back up. So she does, air quotes, have a support system. She has Obrick, she has Sunny, she has Sasha. She has to truly see. Like, when Willow said those things to her, she had this little moment at home with Sunny where she's like, am I like Madeline? So, like, we saw a glimpse of her understanding maybe who she is, but Sonny's kind of sugarcoating it right now. But sooner or later, he's going to see the true Nina, and that's going to break her because she's so used to him seeing a certain way. Like, look at when they were in the room together, when Nina and Obrecht were in the room and they were talking about the revenge mm-hmm. and the killing. When Sonny walks in, she gave him like an inch of the story. Yeah. Every time she tries to to get closer to like an honest place about herself, mm-hmm. Sunny st- st- squashes it. Right? It's so funny. He squashes it. Um, I know I'm being repetitive, but I'm so obsessed with this. And I want like, <laughs> like when they were in Nixon Falls, you had said like Nina's like a distorted version of Carly. Yes. And so is this what it's all about? Is this about Nina? Like, because, I mean, she got to this insane place, but she's she's fixated on Carly. She seems to think that everything is so black and white, that everything is like tit for tat. Like, well, Carly was forgiven, therefore I should be forgiven and we should forget all of my stuff. Like her, her, she's like, her perception is so distorted. And I just feel like this situation, like this lie, like Carly, Carly did a bad thing. Nina did a bad thing but there's so much nuance and in Mm -hmm. Nina's mind we know that when she sees these two situations she sees them as exactly the same as a viewer I don't see these situations as exactly the same same it's so interesting because you talk about like her distorted view on things and like it makes me rethink what I'm saying in the sense that I don't know if Sunny even if he sees that other side or what he's going to make of it because his version of timelines and his actions are also so very distorted. I mean, that conversation he had with Carly in the chapel. Yeah. She brought up, you know, like, oh, you don't care about Willie's. Like, well, did you care about Willow when you were blasting her in court because you're in love with Nina? Do you know what I wrote? What? And that moment, I'm like, was there a malfunction? Because <laughs> he because when she called him on that fact, did you see his face kind of twitch like, huh? What? I was yes. on a roll because because you because the tables have turned, Carly, and and you did the lie, and it's and it's not it's not <laughs> Nina who did the lie because her lie was from before, and your lie is bad because your lie is the same, but it's revenge, and and, and it's bad because it's bad because you kept it going, and what she did was done, and then you started a new one, and so and, and so you're 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 bad because it's going, it's it's still going. And, and like, I'm just like, what is happening? 
happening. Like, like I love that Carly was like, I don't owe you anything. I only owe it to Michael and Willow. And he's like, what about Nina? And I was loved it. She said, I don't give a damn because I wouldn't either. I'm like, I don't care. Like, like the fact that he can't distinguish that she did it because she was protecting Willow and never factored in Nina and what Nina deserved, like ever, ever, ever. And he's like, do you know how hard that is? It's like, why would she care? She doesn't care about her. You know what? Do you not understand this? I think he still has a hard time understanding that Carly doesn't care about him and his life choices. Like the fact that Carly pointed out old Sonny would have understood this. Yeah. He's like, yeah. well, people can, ch-. he tried to like wrap it up with like a after school special speech. I kn- That's exactly what it was. He actually <laughs> tried to act like he was imparting some wisdom. And I'm like, what is happening? Cause she like, you know, like says that. And he's just like, well, I have changed and we don't have to keep doing the same things. I'm like, you're right. You don't have to be loyal to your family. You could just be loyal to any other random person instead. Like, what are you even talking about right now? Like, it's like for a split second, he almost had a leg to stand on. And it is a bit of a mind F, right? Because he did have a moment with Michael. That was real. Michael gave him a moment. But as we see, Michael is still hell bent on destroying Sonny. So I'm like, that's, that's messed up. (laughs) Like, because right now, Michael is all like, lying to people is bad. But what you guys don't know is that I'm gonna throw that man in jail because and, and that's strictly of revenge. And that's what he accused Carly of. He's like, mother, you don't care about me, you don't care about Willow, you were just all revengey. Like if Nina's a villain, then that makes you a villain. But I understand what you did, and I get that you were protecting my family, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna hug you. I'm mad at you, but I'm 100% going to forgive you. Willow P.S. has already fully forgiven you, but I need you in my life, okay? Revenge is bad, guys. I'm like, what is happening? Like, what is happening this week? But, like, yeah. But He's like, Sunny's son. Like, they just gave yeah. him speech. Yeah, but, like, Sunny, it was, like, honestly, like, I... Okay, there is nothing wrong with how it unfolded this week because there was a bit of a slow burn. And that's a good thing when an unveiling comes out, meaning there is slow processing what's going on. However, with Sunny and Carly, I don't know. I just want more because I feel like the thing that I have been missing over time is the fact that nothing is clicking with Sunny. Like nothing, like nothing <laughs> at all. And some significant things that I, I mean, that were at least somewhat satisfying to me was Carly just pointing out, like, I owe you nothing, pointing out, like, where were you, like, to protect willow and also just calling him out like you're no like you're not at all who you once were so i mean but i feel like there's so much more that could be said like the fact that he has the nerve to sit there and be upset that carly kept someone significant from nina i'm like is this really happening because we didn't know what would be the event that happens to get sunny to understand what it feels like to have that happen to you he came back to Port Charles and couldn't empathize with anyone, right? Like his family lost mm-hmm. and mourned him. And he did not seem to connect or relate to the pain that all of them felt having had mourned him. Because in his mind, it was, it's was it been a day. Like I got my memory back. Yes. I remember you guys. <laughs> I come back. So they did not have that shared experience of loss. And then I'm watching and I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Is this how you're going to do it? You're going to put Sunny in a position to understand the pain of what it is to lie? Is that going to connect the dots? And I, I actually don't know. Like, no dots are connecting. Like, he malfunctions every time someone says something inconsistent with the narrative he has in his mind of Nina. Like, it's like, who, like, honestly, I was kind of concerned. Like, um... I was like, he better not go into the territory of revenge with Carly in the sense of, like, retaliation. Because I'm like, what are you going to do? Like, you found out Carly lied. Are you going to do what you did to Nina and just, like, have a relationship with Carly? I mean, that would be a punishment at this point if he did, <laughs> if he did that. <laughs> but, but the thing with Carly, though, the detail that I wish she shared with Willow because I felt that Willow was owed this. So, like, now that everything was mm-hmm. out in the open and Carly does firmly understand that she should have told Willow and let Willow decide to, t- to say or not to say. Um, it's just that, like, Willow only knew one mother harmony and 
ever since her death, she's been thrown, right? Is this like yes. Harmony wasn't perfect, but it was still the only mother she knew. But obviously she felt really lost because who was this woman who did all this crazy stuff? And I feel that's a real thing that Willow needs to process. And the fact that like Carly held out on the detail that Harmony not only told her, but warned her that Nina yeah. will suffocate Willow. Like, I just feel like Willow needs every little detail of Harmony just so she can make peace and piece together whatever she can of who this woman was that raised her. That's just how I feel. I feel like, you know, Harmony was her mother and any information that can connect her to that, I feel like that she also deserves that. Oh, 100%. I hope that does come out because I do feel it's really crucial for her. And so, okay, fine. So now let's talk about like Nina, right? Frantic. And Sunny walks in and she's like on the phone pushing for the swab. And then they hang up and she hugs him immediately. And this is what I mean, playing the role of woman in love. Mm -hmm. She hugs him and is like, thanks for pulling me off the ledge. And I'm like, okay. What what ledge? Did you see a ledge? Where was the ledge? (laughs) I'm like, are you referring to last night? Are you referring to right now? Like, oh my God, so funny. In my notes, it says, these are lines of woman in relationship that she's been dying to use. (laughs) (laughs) Role of woman in relationship played by Nina. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like, like I get it. You know, two wrongs don't make a right. Like Nina doing this wasn't okay. And Carly keeping the secret wasn't okay. But are we free? Like Nina is literally like her eyes are puffy and crying. And like, there's a part of me that's like, okay, wow, that she's hurting and that sucks. But then there's another part of me when she's like, <laughs> when she's like, how can she do this to me? She watched me. And I'm like, dude, no, she you legit bumped into Michael at the cemetery visiting his dead dad. Okay. Yeah. He was in mourning. And when you bumped into Michael after just seeing his daddy at Nixon Falls, you then decided to fight with Michael because you feel that Michael unfairly had bad feelings toward Nell. and then then she's like how can she just like hold back like that I'm like I don't know it's not that hard how did you do it like I like I just don't understand how she's so baffled and how she can't even acknowledge that like you've treated Willow poorly and when she says like she sat back and and let our thing become toxic and I'm like dude it's been toxic like you know what I mean? Like your like your relationship didn't become toxic with the Wiley thing and with the court hearing. It's been toxic since before. Like you had your moments, but again, trying so hard to keep distance between the like pre Carly time when she literally was bad to Willow. Well, it's like even leveling up her her delusion and her version of reality. Like when Obrick is talking to her and trying to like put a sense of reality into what the situation actually is. She's like, where's the Liesl that I know? It's like that Liesl hasn't been around for like a decade. So like, I who know. are you talking about? Who are you seeing in front of you? Like the woman in front of you did some crazy, wild, weird stuff, but she went through that being the pariah. She worked her way up and that's yeah. why she is You're like, didn't she hear all the things she said about Brit and their relationship and their love? She just, it is unbelievable to me, Nina's version of reality. Like I know I've said it before, but it just floors me every time. I know when she's crying to Sunny, she, she, she can't help herself but to bring up Carly, even to Obrecht. She has to bring up Carly with, with Sunny. That's like, I mean, look, these two don't exist without Carly at the center of it. And when she's just, I'm just like, at what point is Nina going to be like, this is familiar. Like in her mind, she's like, I did that. And then you did this. How? Why? Like, I feel like the only thing going on in her mind was like, but I did that before. And what Carly did was after. Like, at what point is she going to see, like, the similarities? She's like, why? She she hates me that much. It's like, yeah, like, 100%. And it's like, even (laughs) even Spencer, even Spencer was like, I'm going to sue for custody of my sibling. And even he had the wherewithal to be like, wait, didn't Michael do that? Like, even he can see this is similar. I can identify similar things. (laughs) And And then when she's telling Sunny, like, I can never forgive this. And I'm like, 
what makes you think she cares? Right. That's exactly what I wrote. That is exactly what I wrote. I wrote Carly could care less. <laughs> and like the thing that killed me the most, and I mean, I put it in the video, was just the fact that she said if she, like, she wouldn't have acted that way if Carly would have said something. Do you know how insane that is to say? I would never have misbehaved if other people told me how to behave. If you had just told me to stop, then I would have stopped. But because you didn't tell me, I did bad stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the, like how many examples can you give of to the degree of which she cannot take any responsibility? And in all honesty, in her relationship with Sunny, I don't even think he would allow room for her to take responsibility for her choices. Uh, no, because the lines out of his mouth, which was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard, was that Willow will realize she deserves a mother like you. And I wrote, no one deserves a mother like her. <laughs> Do you know what I wrote to that what? comment? I was like, oh my gosh, please, please, please say it to Willow and let me get the popcorn out. Please, Sunny, <laughs> walk up to Willow and tell her that and see what happens. I thought that was like hilarious, but Sunny won't, every time this girl gets close to sort of facing her issues, like mm -hmm. he just sort of undoes that. Sorry, you mentioned this earlier, this idea that like people love hard, but Sunny gave a very particular speech about loving too much. He did. He and sure that they did. And that they feel too much. I'm like, yeah, that's true. You both feel too much. And yeah, you have very strong feelings. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it's like you're still responsible for like how you choose to behave as a result of these feelings. Like there are still consequences. You know what I mean? Like you might feel this big stuff, but the point is like, how you respond to yourself and how you treat others like matters. Like there are actual consequences. And I find they romanticize that dysfunction. They actually romanticize like a world without consequences. Like, meh, I did this out of love. So take it or leave it. And in that perspective, I do agree that they're like a really great match. <laughs> okay. So I agree with the, you know, the great match and their delusion the way that I interpreted that scene was like one teenager talking to another teenager. Because like it or oh, not, we're teenagers, right? Raging hormones. So you fight, you fight hard, you break up, you get back together, you're pushing your parents away. It's just, it's a lot happening all at the same wow. time. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes, I do see that. Because I was just like, this was too much for me. Because like, basically <laughs> all I heard Sunny say was, hurt people hurt people. And then he stopped there without the part where, like, we should get help or we should stop hurting people. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, this is so too much for me. And he even tells Nina, like, I don't think you're too much. I, I was like, oh. And like, then I cool, wrote, cool, cool. so you wrote cool, cool, cool. I wrote, broken souls unite. I roll emoji. So, so together they can make like the, <laughs> the worst decisions of life. So, so, like, so they have the judgment of one one individual. Um, so, so I, I like I don't I, I, like I don't know what to think of those two, but I, like this this I feel needs to be articulated. Um, Sunny was very much a part of the whole like Nell falling off the cliff cover up sitch. I just want to say that. Like, <laughs> Does she know? Because she keeps referencing this, like, Carly, like, like first of all, that narrative is completely insane. Like, Carly, you let her fall to her death. Like, I mean, first of all, like, Sunny knows that's not true. Jax knows it's not true. And he knows that, like, the cover-up happened. And Sunny mm -hmm. knew about that. And, and, he, and, he, and he says nothing about, like, you it know, happened there was that, yeah, like, there, yeah, like, there was that time that your daughter, like, tried to, like, drug me and pretend that we slept together that was good times like they never talk about now but he had a relationship with her it's so bizarre you know and I mean look Nina was having a hard time but I was just like did she really need to hog a room and then ask a doctor you know hey have you heard I'm a mat am I a match for Willow like it was so bizarre to me when Austin walked into the room and she just assumed he would be interested and be like keeping up with all the goings-on of her life 
right? I was like, wow, somebody thinks they're very important. And then he called Liesl and, and you know, but Austin in that, in that button up shirt. Oh my God. Shirt, right? I was like, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, wow. Where, where has this been? Like you're, he's so much hotter, not with Maxie, like just so much hotter. And like, even today, Mm-hmm. When he was with Ava, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, vibes, <laughs> vibes. And then when he was all angry at his cousin, I was thinking, well, there is one lady that could probably help you get out of this situation. And then she actually opened the door. With and I those feel- hot red shoes. And also, I'm sure it was hot for her to see that Austin was like a tough doctor. Um, (laughs) and I just think that like for a long time now, like ever since like Nixon falls, they've been kind of like shoving people into different groups. They've been like reorganizing things. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like I'm liking, I'm liking it, you know, like Ava sort of in this like Austin vibe, you know, I'm loving this whole like Brad Maxi thing. I'm loving this Sasha Brooklyn Cody thing like I'm actually really into how they're pushing people socially oh 100% and I that banter with Ava and Austin and the whole heart comment and oh man yeah they need to be together oh my gosh also this is I mean look I'm just jumping I'm just going back to the Willow thing because I saw TJ's name TJ Oh my gosh. Like, I'm sorry, but like, we've been calling for more TJ, but his assertiveness is so hot. The way that he deals like with Nina, I loved it because when he was in the room, I was like, oh, they're not going to like talk about this. Like TJ's TJ's not going to have a reaction that Nina is like her mama. And then when he went to go see her, we got it. It's like, he is like the strong, silent, assertive type. I love the way he handled her. He didn't give her an inch. He's like, I'm here for this. Like you're doing it. Yeah. Is that a problem? Yes. I'm capable of dealing with you. It's for Willow. Let's move it along. And when he explained the process, Nina was just like so lost in space. She thought like it was going to be magic. They were going to touch fingers and she was going to heal Willa. Oh my gosh. She's like, aren't I a match already? Because you cheek swabbed me. You cheek swabbed me. Is it just that me? <laughs> like he's the doctor. He's telling you it's preliminary and he's telling you that more tests are sufficient. And you're just trying to tell him that, that it's going to work right because I cheek swabbed. It was just a lot, but he handled her. But then I was like, did Sunny just ask me if she needed a lollipop? That oh my God, you stole it. You stole it. Yeah, yeah, because I rewind it. And I'm like, it's my favorite. I cannot believe that happened. He's like, Avery, when she's at the doctor's, she like, it was Donna. Donna. And I'm like, did he just compare her to Donna? And even she was like, I don't need a lollipop, but like, but so calm. I'd be like, what the F? What the, the actual F? But like, this is, it was two times this week where we saw Sunny try to be like, whoa, dial it back. And he's only trying to dial back her excitement. So we haven't even <laughs> seen him confront like her other aspect. Oh my God. Like, I can't wait to see what's going to happen because. It's going to come out. He might embrace it. He might love it. He might join it. But he needs to see it. Like, <laughs> like where is Sunny going from here? So like, Nowhere. Cause, cause, <laughs> because there's two things that happened. So when they were all, he was all like, I get you. We're the same Z's. I was like, you know what? Yeah, be together forever. But then there was a moment where she says, I can, she says, what would I do without you? He said, you won't have to find out. And I was like, I don't know. It felt a little ominous. (laughs) I think she might have to find out because Willow has a conversation with Sunny and is Mm -hmm. like, I need you to do everything you can to make it work with Michael. Yes. And he's desperate. Yeah. I'm like, Willow, are you going to die? Oh, no, no. I hope not. No, no, no. But Sonny really thinks he's winning. He's like, I'm getting close to Michael, and I don't know if Michael is in his right mind. Like, I don't really <laughs> agree with his revenge to start with. So I'm like, it's a lot of energy when you can, like, I don't know, like, live your life right? um, and, set, and set boundaries. Like, I don't see why you needed all the extra bits, but whatever. <laughs> um, and so, but now he's, like, not in the greatest space, but he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, yeah, I'll, I'll send him to prison. Even though it's like soups dangerous, right? Because you have right? these crazy powerful people 
And you want to take down Sunny. I guess Michael thinks he's going to take down Sunny and the scary people. Boy, that's delusional. A little bit, but then Dex confesses Dex confessed his plans to Joss, sort of. That I'm going to leave timeline. Sunny. He gave her a timeline. It's like, you know what it felt like? You know, like, <laughs> when, like, you watch TV and, like, somebody's dating, like, a married guy. He's like, I swear, I'm going to divorce her. <laughs> In six months. After, after my kid's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I promise. Like, I promise. Like, in six months, it's totally going to happen. <laughs> okay, so when Michael was talking to Joss and this whole idea of, like, he didn't know if he could forgive Carly... And he was all angry and keep in mind <laughs> keep in mind Spencer, you know, suing for custody and referencing Michael. So Donnie sarcastically <laughs> is all like, so what? Will Michael try to gain custody of Joss now? Like if he can't forgive Carly. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> and then he was like, Are you gonna use it? Does do you think it'll make your podcast? <laughs> Like, it made the funnies. It made the funnies. It, 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 it made. It might. I was <laughs> terrified. I was terrified. Freaking Cam. Cam. And then, <laughs> anyway, any, anyways, like, so Joss goes over there to get something for Willow. I like Spencer. I wanted to slap that kid. Why is right? he trying to cause trouble? She's like, I thought we were friends too. He's like, Yeah, but the breakup doesn't make any sense. And Cam's like, She's not dating you. Like, dude, <laughs> stop. And, and so, like, Spencer and Jaws had this weird I love you fight. Like, yes. I thought you were my friend. I am your friend. I'll always be there for you. I'll always be there for you too. No matter what you do. And then she left. That's how I felt. I went down. And then he's like taunting Cam. Because the thing is, it's like, what is so complicated? He's like, she says you grew apart. Who grows apart? I know why I stopped But I'm like, a lot of people grow apart. Not only that, she she actually said, I'm not in love with you. That's also it. Like, You've grown apart, <laughs> sure, but she said, like, I don't, I'm not in love with you anymore. Like, it stopped. That's a, I mean, that's worth a breakup, no? Yeah, you can't make somebody love you. Your love doesn't transfer to the other person. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so, so that happens. And then when Elizabeth walks in, and, like, I forget, right? Like, she's friends with Willow, and obviously it's out at the hospital, hospital gossip. And he's like, I didn't even know. And I was like, no. <laughs> the rest of the episode, I was like, oh, dreading it. Just yes, utterly, so. utterly dreading that moment. And I'm like, and then the moment happened. Honestly, when Cam, like, took off his apron and ran out, I was like, is Elizabeth going to just pick up a shift? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so funny. Because I think, because even I was like, is anyone else working? Or, anyways, but whatever. They figured it out. He's like, Logistics Corner. I know, exactly. He asked his mom, like, can you deliver the brownies? So she delivered and, the brownies and breakup news all at the same time. I know. She taught, she taught Violet what breakups are because Finn was drowning. He's like, remember when I almost got married? I remember, like, when we thought we would be in together. The poor girl was like, I'm so excited and then devastated. Excited. And then devastated. So talking about teaching about breakups, um, Olivia's home from school today. My girls are home from school today. Olivia's watching the soap with me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. She's eight. But that scene when they open the door and Cam said, she's like, what's happening? Why is everybody so weird? <laughs> she said that? Oh my gosh. Awkward. <laughs> so I explained, well, she used to take this one and then they broke up and now she's with this boy. And it just feels all really weird for everybody. <laughs> that's amazing that is amazing you had a real live elizabeth moment in your life exactly okay logistics corner it was brought to my attention that when heather keeps trying to insert a key in the door there's no keyhole i thought i read that that killed me (laughs) that's that's really funny actually so it's like is she legit cray and like she just walks around with a bunch of keys. <laughs> the door's just open. <laughs> or, or Mel, or Mel. Yeah. Is Ryan really in a prison or is he <gasps> in a prison of his own making? Oh like boy. the door oh is boy. actually open. Maybe it's all oh meta boy. and it's not a real prison. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, obviously, like, like, I don't know, because I don't think Heather's going to break out Esme, but how is she going to keep her from Ryan? 
was wondering the same thing. Like, well, I guess the thing is, Ryan can't really divulge his secret as to the fact that he's capable, right? So yeah. it's like he's going to have to sit on, like, when they're in that common room, he's just going to stare, and Heather's going to move two tables over. <laughs> and that's oh his torture. That's going to be really interesting to see. Fun family dynamics, yeah. Um, I don't have any music for this new segment. I haven't come up with something in my brain. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No? (laughs) Welcome to the Lightning Realm. No, that is terrible. Oh, my gosh. Here we go. Okay, so what did you think of Portia? She had a lot of interaction with people in her household today. This week. (laughs) I know you asked me about Portia, but I just figured, like, to me, I was, like, more Curtis whining. Like, Daddy, please play. And I was like, he's, he's telling you no. Like, could you back off? Like, what more do you want? And then, <laughs> so I just felt like, hey, guys, like, you're pushing. Like, Portia was really pushing. They got to somewhere really real. But I just felt like, I don't know about you, but it's like Marshall's having, like, real deep realizations. Like, the guy is, like, crying from his core, being like, did I waste my life? And Curtis is, like, looking away, being like, look, like... Why are you so scared? Just get tested. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Curtis, I just felt like he could have been slightly more compassionate, but I guess that's the whole big reveal. You know, that, that Portia suspects he doesn't have schizophrenia and that he ultimately left his family for nothing. So that was a twist, but also sad because they mentioned epiphany as one of the reasons he has to kind of like be excited about this, where he is in his life now. Exactly. So that was a nice mention. I agree. Pushed him to the point of breaking him. And I honestly thought Curtis would be like, so now that we figured it out, will you play? I know. I was like, get a CD player. Wow, I must sound so old right now. Get a CD player. I oh mean like word. a pod or wherever you stream music. However know, you play the music, you young folk. <laughs> also, Taggart stopped by. This was about, like, the whole Trina fiasco. Well, to them, anyway. The fact that Trina is, like, talking to Spencer. Um, that's where my fave line comes in. Can I say it? Yes. When Taggart says to, like, uh, Curtis, we didn't let her play in traffic as a child, and we're not going to let her play with the Cassidimes. <laughs> it was amazing. That was the that best, was, honestly. That was my favorite line. And then I was laughing because I remember how much he hated it when Gia dated Nicholas. Yes. Oh my yes. gosh. Love it. My word. Okay. Yeah. And I love the fact that he's like telling Curtis, you're not her father. <laughs> I know. I know. So he'll be back, create a little friction that would be like, but she is. And that's not going to be good because Taggart's really strong. So he should be careful. <laughs> okay. So question for you. Yes. Nicholas, Elizabeth, Chapel, memory, memory loss. <laughs> Do we see? Do we see? <laughs> <laughs> do we think Elizabeth's mom is yes. back to repress Esme's memories? Um, okay, I'm sorry, but this is like the funniest scenes after all this. He, so, <laughs> first of all, after all this time, Nicholas finally knows what happened to Elizabeth. I know. Like, he never bothered asking. Because remember, she went on that boat to go talk to Nicholas after everything came out, but then she got knocked over by Esme and then knocked into like a hostage kidnapping situation. And then she finishes telling Nicholas, yeah, my mom actively suppressed my memory. And then she's like, ma'am, I don't know. I wish there was a way to make sure Esme doesn't remember. <laughs> and then she leaves. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you gave him away for her to never remember. But you're right. Did her mom just happen to show up at Kelly's? It's <gasps> weird that there's coincidences, you know? So you think Elizabeth called her and was like, I need you to do your thing. No, I think Nicholas called her. I think Nicholas called her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to know who said it first. Was it Mish? Was it Mel? Who knows? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so some of my favorite scenes were mm-hmm. with Anna and Valentine and this new woman, the catacomb lady. Oh, my gosh. First of all, every time I see them together, they're always in a romantic setting. And I'm like, does anyone remember they're searching for Lucy? <laughs> like, does anyone? <laughs> I think somebody commented, check under the couch. That's <laughs> dying. And I feel like the only person that's going to actually get things done is Martin. Because I loved how he went head to head with Victor and basically said, if you don't give me back Lucy, I'm going to botch this case. Okay? Yes. It was amazing. Yeah. I love that. And you have these two making out all the time. And it's like their judgment is getting so bad that they're trusting this catacomb lady. And a child. <laughs> And a child. That made me 
was just like, this is, wow. This is another thing that I'm concerned about. So Lucy is dead in air quotes in Port Charles. The only people who suspect she's alive are like in Paris and Martin. And now Brit is dead. Does no one in Port Charles do funerals anymore? Or are they just making sure they don't come back from the dead first? I would go with option two. Because <laughs> it's like, I can't even imagine how many people, like, do they have, like, an insurance plan or, like, refunds for, like, all the funerals that you're like, actually, I just actually, um, <laughs> I buried the wrong body. It's my person's, like, so could I, like, I wonder if there's, like, a, I feel like they're the only place that has a return policy on the funeral. Yes, three years. <laughs> if if the person you buried is come back to life within three years, you get your money back. There you go. <laughs> so good. I love that. Holy moly. Okay. So just one of my favorite things, Esme and Victor, their banter, because I love that Victor is still not 100 percent convinced that Esme has amnesia. And he's like, oh, great job getting that guard out of here. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> And he's like, I'm your uncle, or I'm an uncle. I'm an uncle to somebody that you're pregnant with this baby. And I was like, what is going on? Um, there's one other thing that I loved is the fact that Mason called Mac and Felicia an attractive older couple. That Georgie was with an attractive <laughs> older couple. I didn't and, catch that. And I was like, okay. That, that, that was so funny. That is actually really good. Okay, so we covered our lines. We did the highlights. I'm going to throw a star to Willow. Would you like to throw a star out? Oh, man. Okay. Um, Spencer, Diane, Joss, Cameron, um, Carly, Nina, Sunny, Ava, Ava Austin, Obrecht. <laughs> Anybody else? So it's scary. Sasha. <laughs> 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 Yes, we threw all of this. And I'm going to give a star to Heather. Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Esme. (laughs) So, literally, everybody on cast. (laughs) (laughs) Marshall. (laughs) Oh, my word. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. So, people. Okay, that's a wrap, folks. Have a fantastic weekend. Bye. Bye.